Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to Rams Revealed this Sunday at SoFi. The Rams are out to punch a playoff ticket and extend their winning streak to three games. At 9-4, and four, L.A. will host the New York Jets. And while you may not be able to join us at SoFi Stadium this season, we cannot wait for you to step into the Rams' house in 2021. There is still time to be among the first to experience it. To join us and to purchase season tickets, visit therams.com slash 2021. Our guest this week is a rookie wide receiver. He was drafted 57th overall out of Florida, and we're psyched to welcome Van Jefferson to the Rams Revealed podcast for the first time to help us preview that week 15 against the Jets. Van, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Doing great, thank you. And I hope you were able to enjoy a rare open weekend after playing and winning on Thursday Night Football. Did it feel like a mini buy in December, and how did you make use of the extra time? Yeah, it felt really well. I mean, to get your body back and – you know, to cover some more and, um, you know, just get some time with your family. So it was a, it was, it was kind of like a mini bye week and, you know, you enjoyed it pretty much just to get your body back right. Now, Van, the last time we spoke, it was right after the draft and you had never been to Los Angeles. So I'm sorry you haven't been able to really get a feel for this place given the coronavirus, but does it feel like home quite yet? Yeah, it does. I mean, um, you know, of course, like you said, you can't do anything pretty much, but you know, uh, you know, this is where I'll be for the next, you know, couple of years. So it definitely does feel like home, man. And it's kind of like Florida a little bit, you know, uh, but uh, um, but I'm enjoying this since I've been here. And hopefully, hopefully many more years beyond that. Do you have a favorite part so far? Uh, I think, you know, I think my favorite part was just coming to L.A. You know, uh, I've never been to L.A. I've never been to the West Coast ever. So this is that was kind of my favorite part. And uh, probably experiencing Roscoe's, you know, everyone tell you Roscoe's chicken and waffles like the, you know, staple that you have to go to when you're in L.A. So I think that was kind of a good moment when I when I went there. It met your expectations? Yeah. Them, maybe? Okay, yeah, good. <laughs> hey, last thing before we get to your NFL game this Sunday, how about Florida and Bama and the SEC Championship on Saturday? I hope you and Terrell Lewis or Ashawn Robinson or someone have a friendly wager. Yeah, man, I got I got the Gators, man. I'm hoping that the Gators can pull it out. Uh, it was a tough one last week against LSU, but you know, uh, me and Terrell, you know, we we, we working some things out right now. But okay. I, got, I got the Gators going. Okay. It um, and then your college teammate, uh, Michael Peterson, actually plays for the Jets. He's a running back. He's been on IR. It was looking for a while like he might play this weekend against you at SoFi. Now it sounds like he's potentially another week away, but I just wanted to give you the opportunity to to maybe shout him out and, and what it would have been like to see a former teammate on the field. Yeah, man, that's my that's one of my good friends, uh, Piran. Uh, we spent a lot of time together at UF and uh, praying that he gets healthy quick, man. And, um, you know, I'm going to need his jersey, you know, soon or so, you know. I'm going to need that off of them. <laughs> there you go. Uh, you know, I think the feeling in the fan base right now, Van, maybe you sense this too, is that their only concern about the Rams this weekend would be a letdown on your side of the equation, facing a winless Jets team. Can you take us inside your facility a bit this week? What's been the disposition of your team so far? Uh, just come out here and just, you know, and play hard, play the way that we're, you know, used to playing. And, um, you know, don't, don't take anything lightly. Don't ever, don't ever look at an opponent and, um, you know, just execute the way we're supposed to execute and uh, we'll get the result that we want. And of course, your father, Sean, will be here this weekend as well. For those who may not be aware, he had a great career in the NFL. Now he's on the Jets coaching staff. How is he handling a very tough year professionally for that franchise? Uh, you know, my dad is a strong person, so he's handling it, you know, um, you know, just the way he's handling it. You know, I think my dad is one of the most, you know, uh, humble and hardworking people that I know. And, um, you know, he doesn't let this phase him. He just keeps going and keep pushing every day. And, 
you know, it's unfortunate that in the season that they're having, but, um, you know, they're still a great team. Um, so we, st- you know, they can't be overlooked, but, you know, my dad is handling the world, he's handling like a pro and, you know, just taking it day by day. When's the last time you've seen him in person and how much are you looking forward to this weekend? <sighs> I haven't seen my dad and maybe, uh, um, when I left to come here for training camp. So that was probably June or July. So it's been a while since I've seen him. So, uh, you know, it'd be cool to see him for, you know, for in a long time, you know. And then I also wondered, like, how long have you seen this day coming, kind of in your dreams, not knowing when or where or what colors you'd be wearing? You know, he's been in the NFL and a presence for a long time. You probably figured he would continue to coach. When did you know you were going to be a pro and inevitably would find yourself on the same schedule? Well, I knew I was going to be a pro from a very young age. Um, you know, um, I've always wanted to play football at a high level and seeing my dad do it made me want to do it even more. So, uh, you know, of course, you know, we all, me and my dad had dreamt of this moment coming and, you know, it's finally happened on Sunday. And, uh, like you said, we didn't know what colors were going to be or what was going to happen, but, you know, uh, you know, it's finally here and, you know, I'd be playing against my dad. (laughs) (laughs) Now he's been in coaching for the better part of your life. Were you in some of his locker rooms and practice facilities growing up and did anyone he was working with, influence who you've become as a player as a receiver oh uh, yeah most definitely um i think when he was in detroit and he was with calvin johnson and uh, nate burleson those guys uh you know those two players really taught me a lot and um you know those are great receivers that my dad had and i think everyone knows calvin johnson megatron and as one of the you know greatest receivers to play in the league and um just learning from those guys how they carry themselves nate burleson is a was the ultimate pro calvin was the ultimate pro and just learning from those guys and seeing how they handle, you know, their things, the everyday uh, practice, everyday, you know, just doing the little things extra, you know, to be better. And I think that's what I kind of picked up from those guys when, you know, my dad was coaching them in Detroit. So I've been wanting to ask you about this for a while. Uh, James Gladstone, who is the Rams director of scouting strategy, told me after the draft process that if you were to put Robert Woods and Cooper Cup side by side and looked at their reflection in a mirror, that would be Van Jefferson. I thought that was a really interesting way of describing who you are um, as, a, as a receiver. I haven't had a chance to ask you about it yet, though. How do you feel about that comparison? Uh, I mean, those two guys are great guys. Uh, I mean, that was a great comparison because those two guys are, are hardworking guys, someone that come out there and practice every day hard as they can and uh, just give 110%, man. And um, those are guys that I'm learning from, guys that, I, you know, that I'm looking up to in this offense. And uh, those guys have been helping me out ever since I got here. So uh, that's, a, that's a, you know, I take that as a compliment. <laughs> Against the Patriots, especially your most recent game, your most recent win, man, did Sean McVay ever ask you to block? Uh, for a fellow rookie, Cam Akers, all you guys were leading the way for, for his record-setting day. Does that element of the game come naturally for you? Uh, yeah, I think, you know, um, at Florida, you know, they really harped on that, Coach Mullen and coaches that I had. And uh, coming to the offense, you know, the receivers are, are a big part of this uh, offense and a big part of the run game. So you have to be a willing blocker and to help your team out. And uh, Coach Yarbrough always preaches help your teammate out and, you know, uh, like you said, Cam had a career day and I was, you know, I was happy for him. And, uh, you know, you run NFC player of the week, man. And I couldn't be more proud of him, man, because uh, he deserves it. How about the other statistical categories? 13 games in your career, 15 catches, 170 in terms of yardage and that touchdown in Tampa. How do those measure up to the expectations you might've had for yourself over the summer? Um, you know, uh, I feel like, you know, uh, 
it's just I'm still learning, you know, I'm still progressing. I'm still doing, you know, still being, you know, who I want to be and uh, just coming into my own. And, uh, you know, like I said, you know, I have a lot of great receivers in front of me that I can I can learn from and I can see do it before me, you know. Um, and when my opportunities come, you know, you just got to take advantage of them. And, uh, you know, when the op, like Coach McVay says and like Coach Yard, when your ops come, you know, just take advantage of them and, and make the play. So um, I feel like, you know, of course, uh, I feel like I could do better, but at the same time, you know, you live and you learn and you just got to keep going and keep pressing and being positive every day and, you know, just taking it one day at a time. Has that been a challenge to stay ready when you're used to being the guy? Uh, I think that's, you know, I think you just have to stay ready. I mean, it's like, you know, it's, of course, you know, you like, uh, like, you know, you coming from college and you're this guy, and you do this, you come in the field and it's totally different. So you just have to know, like, you know, you have to be patient, you know, and like, you know, like in the Bible, patience is a virtue. So, you know, you have to just, you know, be patient with everything you do and know that God has a plan and uh, don't waver from his plan. And, um, you know, he knows what he's doing with, you know, with your life. So just keep going and just keep pressing and everything will work out the way you want it to. Van, this year has been so different league-wide that I'm not even sure it's fair to ask someone who's never had a normal life in, in the National Football League. But what's been the biggest difference transitioning from the SEC to the NFL? What impression has the pro game made on you? Uh, man, I think you, attention to detail, man, and technique. You have to really be on your technique. Of course, in college, you probably can get away with some things you know, that you do on the field. But here in the NFL, no, you have to be pinpoint perfect on everything you do because it could cause an interception. It can cause this. It can, it can cause anything. So you just have to make sure that, you know, your attention detail is always 100%. Your technique is always 100%. And, um, you know, that's kind of the difference that I've seen, you know, from SEC to NFL. A few more here for Van Jefferson on Rams Revealed. And one of the topics I had to cover was uh, your first career touchdown on Monday Night Football at Tampa Bay. And as you go back in time, Raymond James is actually one of the NFL facilities that is allowing a limited number of fans. So did you know going to Tampa that you'd be able to give out some tickets and maybe have some friends and family see you play? Oh, yeah. My family's from Florida. So, you know, um, I definitely had to, you know, get some tickets and uh, get my family there. So, yeah, I had some family there. Who was in that cheering section for you? Uh, I had my mom, uh, my two uncles, and my nephew, and that was it. All right, and then after the NFL touchdown, Box, who got that football for safekeeping, and is it back in your possession in your trophy case yet? Nah, my mom got that ball, so uh, I, that was my first thing I was gonna do whenever I scored my first touchdown. I was, I had to give it to my mom. Um, you know, my mom's just been with me through everything. You know, been uh, through all the camps, all the seven on sevens that I had, and uh, everything. You know, she deserved that ball, so I gave it to her. <laughs> Terrific. Um, I wanted to share this with you. My broadcast partner is Maurice Jones-Drew. And in the aftermath of that touchdown, he said that one of the things he's always respected about Sean McVay is that he does his best to reward players, one, when it means a lot to them, and two, when they've earned it. And he kind of saw those moments converging for you, like we were talking about, Florida, having family there. You you'd paid your dues. You were ready for that moment in the National Football League. Anyways, Maurice kind of says that's one way that Sean forges a bond with his players. Any reaction to that sentiment? Did you sense, hey, Sean really wants to get me one tonight? Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, we were running that play, you know, that week for a while. And so, um, you know, I know he's going to call that at some point during the game. So, uh, you know, I was waiting for that time. And when we got to the red zone, you know, he called that play. I'm like, oh, man, it's time. So, uh, you know, I just did what I did in practice, you know, just um, worked the leverage, worked to what I need to do. And Jared threw a great ball and I got in there and, um, you know, that definitely, you know, made me know, okay, Coach, you know, Coach McVay has my best interest at heart. And, you know, you know, like you said, you know, 
you know, reward his players. And, you know, I felt like he did that. So, uh, man, I was excited. That was a great win for the whole team. And uh, it was a great day to give my mom that ball, too, as well. <laughs> well, it begs the question, will he try and get you another one on Sunday against your dad and the Jets without revealing too much of the game plan? Like, you can just touch your, you can just touch your hat or something if you're working on something up there in, in Thousand Oaks. We, we uh, we'll see. We'll see. You know, uh, the main objective, though, is to get the win and, you know, get out there with a W and clinch a playoff berth. And uh, that's the main focus. But, you know, we'll see. You know, um, you know, we'll see what happens. <laughs> I hear you. Two last things. One, the 2016 Ole Miss roster. This is where you started your college career. Evan Ingram, A.J. Brown, D.K. Metcalf, and yourself. What was that like? Did you look around the huddle thinking these guys are going to be fantasy football studs someday? Well, I mean, I knew from day one when, those, when we got there, like, DK is gonna be DK is gonna be a freak. I already knew like he's just you know I mean everybody's seen it now and I knew AJ was gonna be a freak as well and Evan Ingram. All three of those guys are great NFL players and doing great at their respective teams. So uh, I think you know if you would have told me all those guys in that in in that room would go to the NFL, I'd be like okay I believe it. You know because that's how good those guys are and they're hardworking guys too as well. And uh, I think you see it every day on Sunday. You outproduced Brown and Metcalf, by the way. It's not lost on me. I hope Chad Kelly appreciated uh, all that talent he had around them. And we're looking forward to seeing uh, you against DK Metcalf next week again in Seattle. You still think you're the best of that group, though, right? Oh, 100%. Yes. Okay, very good. And then last (laughs) thing for me, um, how is your daughter Isabella? And what is she asking for for Christmas? Oh, man, she's doing well. Uh, She is asking for a princess laptop, uh, frozen dress, like the, you know, the dress she can wear. And she is asking for, um, uh, gosh, what is it? Um, it's something Olaf, Olaf. That's what it is. Olaf love frozen character. So, you know, she's going to have some good presents for her coming up. (laughs) I see it. And how old this Christmas? She is four. Wonderful. Yes. Well, Van, thank you very much for your time. I hope it's a special game for you. I hope it's a special moment for your family. And I uh, really appreciate your time here in Week 15 previewing the Rams and the Jets. Yes, sir. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And to our audience, thank you, as always, for listening. And for those of you who took the time to leave some reviews recently, Terry, Dos Bandidos, Stai, and KK, we appreciate you very much. Wish you could join us Sunday at SoFi to see the Rams pursue their 10th win but we cannot wait for you to step into the Rams house in 2021. There is still time to be among the first to experience it, to purchase season tickets. Visit therams.com slash 2021. For Van, Jory, Jamie, Travis, I'm JB Long, and thanks to everyone who contributed to this edition of Rams Revealed.